just cast an incredible catch rock game. Yeah. Did I know it's been a while. Thing? Sorry, what? Did he do his thing? His, like, Mass Raven thing? Yeah. I mean, he didn't really surprise me with much of what the strategy was. Lately, I mean, ever since they nerfed the Mass Raven so it doesn't do any damage on the Seeker Missile thing, mm -hmm. he's been opening Planetary Fortress Rush and Cyclones, and then if he has the opportunity, he'll go into Ravens. Right, right. Um, and he did. I mean, he, nothing, again, that's the fun thing about Ketrock is the games he sends me, I'm never really surprised about what he does. But, mm. man, they are good games just because they're back and forth and they're close. And, like, everybody loses eight bases somehow. And we're down to four workers on each side. And it's good. He only sends me the best stuff. He's a good guy, that Ketrock. Excellent. It's actually funny how I got the replay because I messaged him on Twitter. And I was like, hey, man, this was, like, four months ago. Mm -hmm. Do you have any replays for me? No response. Message him again two months ago. Hey, man, do you have any replays? No, nothing. And then in December, he actually, uh, let's see, he replied all to a message, an email that a bunch of people had been sent mm -hmm. with an offer for an advertising, but they didn't BCC it. They CC'd it. So everybody's <laughs> address was visible <laughs> on the email. So he was like, one, these idiots CC'd everybody on this advertisement offer, and two, they're a total scam. Don't use them. Right. So I responded, and I was like, hey, thanks for the heads up, man. Also, you have a replay for me? <laughs> <laughs> and then last week, so three weeks later, he goes, hey, here's a great replay. So persistence pays off. That's how, I mean, I worked really hard for this replay, and by golly, it was worth it. It was fantastic. And I can't wait for the next one in 2021. I know, right? It's uh, The pattern is not encouraging. <laughs> <laughs> But man, I mean, who else does Ravens anymore? Like, Master Raven used to be somewhat viable for a very small time at the professional level. Mm-hmm. Uh, but man, it has not been a long time. And who goes Mass Cyclone ever anymore since they made it so you have to have a tech lab on the factory? Nobody, right? So, yeah, I just, uh, you don't get this stuff anywhere other than Catch Rock at any decent level. I mean, I'm sure there are some Platinum and Diamond level players that are doing it and having success, and it's fun. But uh, not mm -hmm. at the master's level where Ketrock lives. So No. No. So yeah. I just, it was, man, I'm still kind of hyped from it. It was so much fun. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening to this. Uh, there will be a be, link to the show notes. Yeah. To, it, for, yeah. Yeah. It might be up already. It might not be up for another couple days. What so, day is it planned to come out? Let me look at my calendar of planning real quick. Uh, so either the 21st or the 22nd for you, which would be the 20th or the 21st for me. Uh, so basically this time next week. Yeah. Right around this time next week. Ooh. So I don't think yeah. it'll be out by the time the pod posts. No, but I will put a, a, a placeholder and then when it does come out, there will be a link available. Oh yeah. Good idea. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. Smart, smart play. This is why you are the brains behind this operation. Uh, clearly yeah for stuff like that <laughs> speaking of being incredibly smart to deviate away from starcraft for just a minute yeah. i blew someone's mind at my workplace right i don't consider them to be particularly an intellectual bunch but i sure. blew their minds because i knew four different ways to work out what one quarter of a number was that is so impressive i know right <laughs> i'm gonna say i can't think of four ways to work out wait how many ways Four, four ways four to work ways out, to work one, out one, with a court. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a minute to see if you can come up with four. It should not be that hard. Okay, um, multiply it by twenty-five percent. Okay, yeah. 
Uh, divide it by four. <laughs> yep, that's one. Then that's two. Cool, cool. Um, divide it by one half and divide it by one half again. Yeah, yeah. So divide by two, divide by two. Yeah, yeah. That's one. Does that work? That works. Yep. Okay. And then um, subtract one hundred percent and add twenty five percent. Yes, those are the four I got. <laughs> okay, fine. It's not that <laughs> impressive. I take it back. Yeah, it's really not. Yeah, and uh, people at my work could not do that. Right? They needed to work out what one quarter of this recipe was to make some icing, and oh, they couldn't yeah. work out what one quarter of fifteen is. So. Oh yeah, and you work in an industry where like measurements like that are really frequently Common. used. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's not like my job where figuring out a quarter or something doesn't really apply. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're in the industry where this is a thing. Mm. <laughs> you should tell your bosses to put that uh, in the interview process. <laughs> See, right? I could do that, but the the like the baker that we have now with this. He somehow walked into an interview with no shoes on and still got the job. That's right? pretty good. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I mean, sure. I don't know. I was wearing shoes at my interview. I feel like everyone else should. Uh, yeah, I think that's fair. But if you crush everything else, I don't really care if you're wearing shoes or not. Mm. Right? Sure. But I, I don't know. You walk, walk into a supermarket. You know, there's fresh fruit around. There's other people. You're going to be like, are we going to hire the guy that turned up with no shoes? That's pretty filthy. Those are his feet walking along near all the food. Yes. I mean, I, w I would ask him to wear shoes once he got the job. <laughs> but like not working the shoes at the interview isn't really a deal breaker for me. Mm. And if I was okay. like, hey, man, we're thinking about offering you the job, but you'd have to wear shoes. And he was like, nah, man, I don't do shoes. I'd be like, all right, you're out. <laughs> Something very heavy would land on his foot sooner or later, and then he'd do shoes. <laughs> but no, he's always worn shoes to work. Good. Excellent. I'm glad he yeah. was able to overcome that problem <laughs> he has with foot wear. Mm. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. Maybe he couldn't afford the shoes. Like, he didn't have the job yet. <laughs> That's true. That's yeah. very true. Maybe he was homeless. Well, he wasn't homeless. He just oh. flew over from New Zealand. So. Maybe he was homeless in New Zealand. You don't know. Mm. I do know because I talked to him. He's a person. Oh. oh. <laughs> did you ask him why he didn't wear shoes to the interview? I did. What did he say? His feet were hot. Wow. <laughs> I like that a lot. Is this a cool... Do you like this guy? I kind of like him. <laughs> He's an all right person. Yeah. 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 Every New Zealander I've ever known seems cool. It's like four four people and they're all famous. This is the guy with 14 kids. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And when I say that, you know it's serious because I'm the <laughs> oldest of nine kids. Yeah. So I'm usually immune to this kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. New Zealand gets it done. <laughs> are they all alive or are some of these replacement kids? Uh, no, no. I think the eldest is like 22. And then. Wait. Wait. Uh, wait. The oldest of the kids is 22? Yeah. And I think his missus is currently pregnant with 15. Holy what? So she has literally been pregnant her, like for the last Separate mothers. Years. <laughs> Different oh. parents. Yeah. All right. Well, They're all okay. his kids, but yeah, not yeah. all. Yeah. Only like the last nine of the same parents. That's pretty amazing. 
it's okay. It's well, now that we're all astounded. <laughs> hmm. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people are wondering, how are the fires, Somicron? Australian fires are all over the news in my part of the world, which means it's a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so, new- not directly like, threatening Somicron, everybody. You can work, not worry about it now. What I would say is no news is good news. If I haven't heard about it, they haven't gotten any worse. And it had uh, rained here the last couple of days, so that's that's always good as well for fires. Rain. True, true, true. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. yeah. Are there um, projections? Are they expecting these to get smaller soon or are they getting bigger or are they just under yeah. control? I have no idea. Ah. <laughs> How would I know that? I don't keep up with the news. Right? Like, that's fair. Uh, I guess I could Google that right now. You could. Speaking of fires, my coworker with the 14 kids had to like save his neighbor's house because their kids set it on fire. Woo! That's bad yeah. news. How did they do that? Uh, someone gave him lighters. <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, okay. So how they set it on fire then? Uh, they used the lighters to light the grass on fire. And then the backyard was on fire. And then the building started to catch fire. That's how fires work. Ah, of course. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Setting the grass on fire. Yeah, yeah, the dry grass from the hot heat. Gotcha. <sighs> yep. So according to this BBC really handy graph, which okay. like moves and stuff as it progresses through time, it looks like it hit its peak around January 3rd and has All been right. going down since then. So that's good, good news. Yeah. That is good news. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. kind of cool. We'll put it in the show notes, and then when it posts, you can see how it's doing live. All right, send me the link. There it is. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Cool. A visual guide to Australia's bushfire crisis. Yeah. There's a big picture of everything on fire. It's a pretty good picture. I'm pretty sure that's a screenshot from the upcoming Doom game. <laughs> it really is. Are there trees in Doom? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Man, speaking of Doom, me and my housemate yesterday watched the Doom speedrun. Like oh, the yeah. person who completes like the game in 22 minutes. Yep. Th- those things are crazy. <laughs> How glitchy is it? 22 minutes seems pretty glitchy. Very glitchy. Okay. Because they were like, there's a Last of Us run. And I'm like, I would like to watch a Last of Us run. They're like, it's six minutes and 30 seconds. And I said, that is glitchy as all get out. (laughs) It's pretty much going to be all. And then we went out of bounds and then we won, which is fun, in my opinion. No. I'm not a huge fan of speedruns in general, but because uh, I was trying to get my housemate to help me with the Halo Reach speed, uh, well, speed run. You need to be the legendary campaign in under three hours. Um, we were just talking about speedruns, and he brought that up. And the Doom speedrun, it's like he crouches and looks at a corner in the map and then flings his camera and, like, jumps or something, but it catapults him at, like, Mach 10 across the map. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense how it works. It's this really weird bug. Yep. It, I, it's stupid. It is incredibly, incredibly exploitive of the game engine, I'm sure. Yes, very. Probably yeah. the most fun one I've watched recently is Breath of the Wild. Mm. Just because there's not a lot of that, but there is a part where the guy totally somehow charges up a shield or something and flies over the entirety of Hyrule Field. And gets to hmm. the castle, which you're not supposed to access until, like, the end of the game. Right. And then completes the rest of the castle, like, with just, like, no armor and 
like basic weapons, it's pretty impressive. So I like those <laughs> ones, those kind of ones, right? Right. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, at this a... point, I, it was like maybe six months ago. And at this point, I'm pretty sure they found a glitch that lets them just teleport to the end. But mm. I don't know. I enjoyed yeah. that one. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. I really want to sit down and watch one of the, like, the Final Fantasy VII speedruns. Uh, just because... Even, how would... There's so much dialogue. <laughs> well, you, I mean, I assume you can glitch some of it. Yeah. Because they take what is... To me, an impossibly long game and somehow yes. beat it in, like, nine hours. Yeah. Right? Which is still a long time for a speedrun. Yep. But, you know. Like, how many people are going to sit down for an entire nine-hour run of Final Fantasy? Um, I Maybe assume you? someone has. Like, I, I could see myself watching it in chunks, be like, today I'll watch an hour, then tomorrow I'll watch another hour. Right. But uh, I don't think I could sit down and watch nine hours of Final Fantasy straight. Right. I don't think I can sit down and watch nine hours of anything straight. I don't know if I have the attention span for anything at all. Well, boy, am I going to try later today with Star Wars. Oh, yeah. There's that plan of yours. Yeah. I don't know if yeah, the pod's gonna... aware of this plan. Do they know about this plan? I don't think they know about this plan. All right. So explain. me and a mate of mine, uh, Blake, we are going to marathon all of the Star Wars movies. All of them. All of them. All yeah. of them, including the bad ones. Including the bad ones, but maybe not including, depending on how we feel, Rogue One and Solo. Um, oh. We might watch those after episode nine, once we get back from the theater. Uh, but we're not sure, just depending on how like utterly tired we are. Yeah. I mean, chronologically, it makes sense to watch Rogue One before you watched A New Hope. New Hope? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, do whatever you want. That's fine. Yeah, well, we're thinking. Well, we're thinking we'll marathon the episodes, not just like the movies broad, but just the episodes. Oh, so and not that, all the Star Wars, just the episodes. Well, I mean, we're just ruling out Rogue One and Solo, like I said. Yeah, yeah, but we might get back. We might come back to them afterwards. We're so also yeah. skipping Caravan of Courage and the Ewok battle for Endor, but who cares? You know. Yeah. Ooh, how about the Star Wars holiday special? Uh, I think we'll skip that. I think okay. we'll skip that. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah, I've heard that is a really tough watch. <laughs> like, <laughs> incredibly boring. Here's another one I just said you might be interested in watching. It is a, a Star Wars, Wars The Clone Wars film. Mm-hmm. I did not know about this. Me neither. I should watch it. I watched the whole show, but I didn't realize there was a movie. Is it just like a hypercut of the show? Like, what's no. going on? Nope. I don't think so. Here. Let's see what Wikipedia says. Uh, hmm so it's just one story during the Clone Wars. So it's like just a hyper-extended episode of the series. Okay. okay. So it's one long sequence of stuff that happens during the first year of the Clone Wars. So it's early. Man, they couldn't have at least gotten... Uh, who's the guy that played Obi-Wan? Hello Ewan McGregor? Yeah, they could have gotten him as a voice actor. Uh, I don't think he did it at all for the show. That's silly. He should have. It's a big commitment to do a whole TV show, though. Like, he's doing other stuff. Yeah, they got Christopher Lee for Count Dooku. I know, but he's not in every episode, right? And Samuel Jackson is Mace Windu. Yeah, they didn't get Natalie Portman for Padme Amidala, though. Yeah. So he's not the only one. Also, They should have. They should have. They didn't get Hayden Christensen for Anakin either, so... Yeah, but I don't care leave, about Anakin. <laughs> leave you and McGregor alone. Although... Rumor has it he's going to be involved in the uh, Obi-Wan standalone series for Disney+. Plus. 
It's true. I've heard that. So I imagine that works because they tossed him about $8 billion. Like, here, <laughs> we really need a reason for people to get Disney Plus again. Because everybody <laughs> left after Clone Wars. I sure did. Yeah. I wonder, mm. like, the only people that stick around after the Mandalorian's over are basically people that have kids, right? Uh, I would assume so. I mean, although Unless they do have all the know. Simpsons, which is pretty good. Yeah, I did I did watch a couple episodes of The Simpsons. Uh, yeah. From yeah. the good times or the bad times of The Simpsons? A bit of, like, more of the bad. Uh, not more mm. of the bad. More of the good, okay. but some of the bad. Right? Okay. Just to be like, how bad is this? Yeah. And, and how bad was it? The episode I got, like, the what, like the one that I picked was not too bad because it was basically knocking on Game of Thrones. And it was like, oh, it's oh. The Simpsons, but it's fantasy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Le- Lisa can turn lead into gold. And then... <laughs> of course. Uh, there was actually a pretty funny joke about Mr. Burns and his power plant. He has all the, like, a group of workers pushing this big wheel around. And Homer goes up to ask for a raise, and at the same time he goes, while you're at it, can I get a salary anyway? <laughs> and Mr. B- Mr. Burns just turns to him and looks and go, explains to him, points out the window, that the reason they had to push the wheel is not to generate any kind of power. The wheel isn't even connected to anything. <laughs> and I'm just like, the rumors are true. That's pretty good. So it wasn't too bad. It was, for, uh, for the newer seasons, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. I just, yeah. I distinctly remember watching an episode in, how long ago was it? Maybe four or five years ago? Mm-hmm. And at the end, just being incredibly flabbergasted at how consistently bad the episode was. Yeah. And I think that was it. I think that's the last episode I've watched start to finish. That's That was it. They lost me entirely with that. Hmm. It was sad. Okay. It was a sad day. So it's been a long time since I've watched anything. Um, let's see if your show, if your episode was Game of Thrones, it was kind of Game of Thronesy, more fantasy. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, if it's referring yeah. to, is it referring specifically to Game of Thrones at all? I, I think the title did, which is why it's in my mind that it was. But it felt okay. just like almost more D and D fantasy. Oh, some more generic Dungeons and Dragons stuff. Yeah, like there was a slime cube that lived with the Simpsons for some reason. Oh yeah, that's definitely not Game of Thrones specific. Okay. No, but I th- I think the episode title was that's why. Got gotcha. in my head that way. Yeah. So whatever it was from, whatever. Hmm. Whatever or never. But yeah, as far as like new content is concerned, I guess they have some kind of Lady in the Tramp live action coming to Disney Plus, which I don't care about. Of course, you're mm-hmm. like, what's Lady in the Tramp? Well, yep, let me sure tell you, Samacron. Lady in the Tramp is an animated Disney movie from when I was a kid. About dogs and their romantic relationships, because that's Disney. It's responsible for creating an entire generation of furries. Okay. Yeah. So bottom line, Lady is a, you know, it's a dog that has owners and they're fairly well off and she's well-groomed and taken care of. And the tramp is a street dog and they meet and blah, blah, blah. And then there's a spaghetti dinner scene and yeah. Okay. (laughs) It's... I'm not telling you to watch it. I'm just giving you context as to what this is and what they live action for Disney Plus in an attempt to keep you, get people to stay, which is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, that's uh, so yeah, the Ewan McGregor Obi-Wan show can't come soon enough, is what I'm trying to say. Mm, that'll season 2 of The Mandalorian. 
Or that, but that's not to like fall. Although, what I'm seeing here, the Obi-Wan Kenobi show might not debut until later in 2020, so it might be a while since we get anything cool. Hmm. I don't think yeah. they'd air it at the same time as The Mandalorian, right? If they're smart, they space, mm, space no. them apart. Yeah, they, they space them apart if they yeah. were smart. Yeah, I agree. I concur. You know what's annoying is anymore if you search the release date of anything that's coming out, the first results are these garbage websites that like make stuff up and just try to get you to click on stay on their side as long as they can. Like what? Name names. Shame them. Like Digital Spy. Hate Digital Spy. Looper's pretty bad. Inverse.com is pretty bad. Uh, there's another one that's actually not the uh, not on the screen rant can be bad. Den of Geek is another bad one. Games Radar sucks. I'm naming names here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. All I want is legit news sources. Or, like, a couple of them here are things like uh, Star Wars fandom, which is pretty good as far as information goes, I would guess. Mm-hmm. But anyway... Yeah, I wish there were fewer of those. And they <laughs> exist because people click on them, and then they get posted up to other... It's annoying. What are you yeah. laughing at? Screen rant. Obi-Wan Kenobi movie updates fans should know. And it's like a, a list of eight things. And like, uh, one of them is, Qui-Gon Jinn could possibly feature in the film. And then the next one is, it could possibly launch on Disney+. Plus. Wow. Thanks for the yeah. information, Screen Rant. You're the best. Yeah. yeah. You're amazing. Gross. Mm. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Something, something. So it says, hmm. Nobody knows. They'll announce something eventually. But yeah, sometime 2020 would be good for them, I think. I'm mm-hmm. interested in that, especially if they have Ewan McGregor. Mm-hmm. For sure. And yeah. it's supposed to take place... Uh, Basically between, between Revenge the of the Sith and New Hope, right? Yeah. Yeah. So when he's living on Tatooine or possibly doing other stuff. We don't know how long he's been hiding out on Tatooine, right? Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure the implication at the end of number three is that he's there till number four. Yeah. Right? But I mean, but... who says he has to stick around? <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody. But I mean, they're just directly changing what happened in the movies now. <laughs> right? Are they? Yeah, because, like, Luke's known that he's been there the entire time. He's like, oh, he's some old hermit that's always been here. All well, right. yeah, but Luke's 17. Right. And but he's he been was... conscious for 10 years. Like, okay. aware of the world around him, right? Sure. And so... even... <laughs> well, but even then, like, he doesn't see him every day. Obi-Wan could have taken a holiday somewhere, and Luke would have never known. Sure. Theoretically possible okay. in this small backwater town where nobody ever leaves or anything changes and Luke is stuck there perpetually moisture farming. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi is doing other stuff, even though he's kind of there to look over Luke. <laughs> sure. Right. I'm not saying that that's not what's going to happen in the movie. I know like it's going to be everyone does something and goes somewhere. Right. Because <laughs> it can't not. That's, that's like the definition of a movie. But... <laughs> It's still kind of annoying that they're going to take every little piece of everything and twist and change it to make it fit. Uh, Again, there's a huge gap in the history of Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's like Revenge of the Sith happens. He goes, I'm going to go in hiding. And then we don't see him until he's Alec Guinness and a million years old later. 
Right. Which is hilarious, by the way. He goes from Ewan McGregor <laughs> to Alec Guinness in 16 years, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's some hard living, Obi-Wan. <laughs> hey, man, Tatooine is a rough place. It's a rough place. But maybe it's rough living because he has all these adventures in the meantime. And, maybe. Uh, he encounters some kind of crazy psychologically scarring monster that gives him white hair and ages him. Like I mean, that, right, right. Frank, frankly, okay, so there's a, there's a video that I'll try and find later, but okay. it's the, actually, it's in the Discord somewhere. It's the Star Wars, um, but, like, if it was an anime opening. Okay. Have you seen those? They popped up somewhere in there. Uh, yeah, I, didn't, I did not watch them, though. Okay, they're actually really good. They get all, like, the, the key visuals from, like, the prequels and mar them perfectly with the symmetry. It rhymes like poetry from the originals. Hmm. Um, and that, like, they're honestly better watching than the, uh, prequels actually are. Okay. But I then, when I was like binging those, I saw there was another video and it was Obi-Wan remembers what happens and it's just Obi-Wan as he talks to Luke and giving him the, uh, Anakin's lightsaber. That's a good one. I've seen that. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah. And, and it's just flashback and I could see, you know, uh, an Obi-Wan who's just been sat there by himself living as a hermit with nothing to do but think and reflect on, like, the final moments of him with his friend and then hearing all these reports coming in. Well, not reports, but he's, like, picking up on stuff that's going around the galaxy about what Lord Vader is doing and knowing that it's Anakin. And knowing that Vader's son is living next door. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the the mental stroll that that could take could age Ewan McGregor into Alec Guinness. It's true, but I just don't see him as the type of person who would just sit and stew for 15 years, you know? Well, he's not stewing. He's looking over Luke, right? He's watching over he's, Okay, Luke. he's watching over a moisture farmer boy. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. It's not exciting work, but boy is it his. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I would be okay if they decided that Obi-Wan went on some adventures of his own. Maybe someone else contacted him and needed his help and figured out where he was and he went to help them. Obviously, we know from uh, something that freaking Darth Maul tracks him down. Yes. And they What's fight. that? Is that Rebels? That's Rebels. That's Rebels, yeah. Yeah, which I haven't watched. I'm just aware of that particular part yeah. of the story. Yeah. Yeah. It's very strange. <laughs> yes. Like, like, what maybe... happened to Darth Maul's lightsaber? Uh, does he have it back in... Clone Wars? Because he's in Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. He's I don't in... know if he has it back. He fights Obi-Wan on Tatooine, like old man Obi. With a double-bladed lightsaber? I think, well, it doesn't even have to be a double-bladed one, just a red lightsaber. Like, that's what matters. Like, where did that one go? Oh, the about. one that he brought to that fight. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it has to be the one from Phantom Menace. But okay, okay, yeah. Just, well, just maybe Obi-Wan buried it in the sand like Ray did. Did I like burying lightsabers <laughs> in the sand? Of course, yeah. <laughs> just in the sand somewhere. Now there's three lightsabers buried in the sand in Tatooine. Well, yeah, I can just imagine Obi Wan knelt down to the ground, yes. placed Darth Maul's lightsaber on the ground, focused and forced, pushed it into the sand, swallowed it up, exactly. and then turned, looked over his shoulder, and lit his lightsaber for no reason. Correct. And then roll credits. And then somebody walking by said, "You, what's your name?" <laughs> I'm Ray. Ray Mysterio. <laughs> I'm Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan Skywalker. (laughs) Obi-Wan Star Wars.
<laughs> Gross. Anyway, yeah, I just I'm excited for it. What they're gonna do? Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like the Mandalorian was okay. I know you had it on your top ten shows of 2019, but it, it if it's on my top ten of 2019 shows because I don't think I watched ten shows in total. Oh, okay. So it doesn't necessarily least... mean that it's awesome. Well, no, I do think it's really good, right? Okay. I think it deserves to be somewhere on that list, but yeah, probably the bottom five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like Witcher. I feel like both Witcher Season 1 and Mandalorian Season 1 were kind of rough and choppy and good, but not great. But they both set themselves up for really nice Seasons 2, Season 2s. Mm-hmm. So I have high hopes for both of them. I think they can be good. Okay. Excellent, well, even possibly. All the pieces are there. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Mm. Yes, Star Wars. Mm. The Star Wars. The Star Wars. So another uh, is I watched uh, Netflix's Dracula over the weekend. Oh uh, yeah, how is it? So it's three episodes of ninety minutes each. Okay. And every episode is basically somewhat standalone. Okay. They all have different settings, and they all kind of have different uh, stories going on. Hmm. But anyway, super good. It's okay. Pretty fantastic. I think I don't know. Maybe super good is too strong. I think it's good. And I enjoyed it, and I wasn't bored, which is nice. I think the mm-hmm. ending is a little bit weak, but again, as I've realized over the years, endings are hard, and maybe I should just, if something ends well, I should consider that amazing <laughs> instead of just like, oh, yeah, they nailed the ending. Good for them. Like, I should be impressed by this is, I think, where I should do go with this mm. now. Mm. Okay. Anyway. Hmm. Yeah. It's good. It's... uh. Dracula. I mean, you're familiar with the mythology. Everybody is. I am. I, so I recently got upgraded to DM for my uh, D&D group. Yeah, yeah. I decided to run... Uh, well, I'm going to run. I haven't run it yet. Curse of Strahd, which is basically Dracula. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, uh, the players get trapped in a land, and there's like three cities. One of them is like Wallachia. And then Strahd is basically a vampire. He has he's up there in like Castle Ravencroft, I think it's called, or Ravenloft. Mm. Uh, he can turn into a bat or the mist. He's hurt by sunlight, you know. Crosses. Yep, holy objects, yep, wooden yep. stakes, the whole shebang. Fire's bad too. Yep. Yeah, uh, the players at some point get like, well, they can get. They don't have to. A sword that's made of sunlight. It's basically a lightsaber. Holy but, crap. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that'll do extra damage if they find him. Um, hopefully none of my players listen to this. Well, my <laughs> brother does, but... Um, oh, well. <laughs> the, once they get there, they'll be like, okay, I know what this is, and then I just have to trust them not to look up the answers. So. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, please don't ruin the campaign for yourselves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So That's hilarious. I'm a little... I'm getting a little vampire at, vampired out. <laughs> it's draining me because I, I, I made the mistake of watching all the Twilight movies. and then That was a mistake. Mm-hmm. While preparing for Strahd. And then there's this new Dracula thing out that I've been hearing everyone talk about. Right. So you're like, ugh. That's so much Dracula. <laughs> it's true. It's a lot of Dracula. It's a lot of vampire. I yeah. think I'm mostly impressed with the guy who plays Dracula nails it. Like at no okay. point do I feel like he's cheesy or anything but threatening and abjectly terrifying it's good 
Okay. And the Van Helsing counterpart uh, is mm. really well done too. So those two aspects okay. they nailed. And I think if you nail those two things in a Dracula story, you're doing all right. Those will be the two things I try and nail then. Yeah. If you mess those two things up, you're kind of screwed, but mm. focus on those and you'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's run by uh, Moffat, Stephen Moffat and Mark Gattis, who I mm-hmm. first started being aware of in the Doctor Who reboot. Mm-hmm. And then they also did Sherlock, the, uh, is it a reboot? Kind of. I guess it's a reboot on BBC. Uh, sure. Yeah. Which I really enjoyed. And I was wondering why we weren't getting any more Sherlock. And then I watched the opening credits for Dracula and I was like, ah, that's where they've been. That's why we don't get any Sherlock. They've been making this for the last who knows how long. Hmm. So it's fine. Sure. I mean, I didn't really enjoy the last season-ish of Sherlock that much so if they're done with it I'm okay with it I'm not like begging them to make more mm. yeah yeah they yeah. can leave that with it is <laughs> yeah I think it's okay yeah yeah acceptable it certainly is uh-huh so anyway, check out Dracula it's on Netflix which means it's available anywhere in the entire world because it's a Netflix original because Netflix is currently throwing all of the money at anybody that they can get to come make original content for them Mm-hmm. True fact. They have to yeah. compete with uh, like Hulu and Disney Plus and whatever else now. They're no longer the only streaming in the on the internet. So. Yeah. Amazon Prime. Oh yeah, they, they're a thing. I forget yeah. they're a thing, but they're a thing. They're a thing. I mean, two of the mm. things I loved last year, The Expanse and The Boys, were on Amazon Prime. It's true. Getting any more of uh, The Expanse? Or is that done? That's done. Short okay. season and released all at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's done. It's finished. So from what I've gathered, I'm in a Facebook group for The Expanse, and it's kind of a mixture of show fans and book fans and people who have both. Mm-hmm. And the general uh, consensus I've heard from the book readers is that they took a book that's kind of slow and not the best one and improved it in the show version. That's basically okay. what this season was, was taking an entire book and just dilling it down to like eight episodes an hour each. Hmm. And they said, it's just good. It moved better than the book did. It did some things better. Some things were worse, obviously. But I think overall the consensus is that it was really well done. And some people like the uh, the season better than they like the book. So that's a good sign. If you can make a TV show that's better than the book that a lot of people love, you're doing something yeah. right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah, like The Expanse. There wasn't as much space battle stuff as I wanted. I love the space battle in The Expanse. Mm-hmm. It was really more being on a planet than anything else. But there was still some good space stuff. They didn't ignore it entirely. And I think next season's going to be crazy with space stuff. Because, spoiler alert, it ends with like these pirates launching rocks at Earth. So that's bad news. Because who knows okay, missiles so when the, rocks will more. do as much damage as missiles will. So there is more. Yeah, there's going to be more. The books are so definitely I, not done. So when I said there's going to be more, you said no, and then there is more. Okay. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant for the season. No. Uh, nope. Season's over, but there will definitely be more Expanse TV for sure. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Fair enough. And yeah, yeah, you don't need missiles. No, right? No. Because it's just mass and velocity that gives you yeah. force. Because what killed the dinosaurs was a rock from outer space it's all you need man <laughs> no it was not the rock it was the hubris to think that nothing <laughs> could defeat them so mighty they strode across the earth <laughs> i mean that is what i was taught in american school so <laughs> yep uh, <laughs> yeah, 
can see I can see six dinosaurs in a boardroom meeting. So we're thinking about starting a company called Exxon Mobil. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, they could, because dinosaurs were on the Earth for a long time. And it's true. Some of them had turned to oil by the time the later ones were around. It's true. Yep. That joke works on so many levels. So many levels. That's the crazy thing, right? Like, you think about dinosaurs, and they were around. But no, no, no. They were around for millions and millions and millions of years. Way mm-hmm. longer than humans have existed on the Earth. Many yes. kajillions of times longer. Mm-hmm. Which is so hard for us to comprehend. Because for us, like, the beginning of human history is forever ago. But mm-hmm. in, you know, compared to the in entire lifespan times. of the Earth and the dinosaurs' time on the Earth, it's nothing. It is a blink of an eye. Oh, yeah. 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 We mm-hmm. are latecomers to this earth, and we haven't been around very long. Mm. It's true. But we've done the most with it. True. So I think that's what counts. Yep. Yep. That's what counts. Very yep. human of you to say. <laughs> very Good. The disguise is working. Humerocentric. <laughs> the disguise. <laughs> Let us consume f- food <laughs> like humans do. Mm. Robots, I guess. Oh, you'd be a dinosaur. That doesn't work. What would dinosaurs say if they were trying to pass as human? Um, hmm. hmm. That's a good question. Um, stuff I don't about know. maybe cooking, right? Mm, maybe. Do they Let just us kind take of like this a... meat and hold it over the fire for an extended period of time? <laughs> Yeah, or let yeah. us all la- lounge around and stare at the screen, right? Yeah, dinosaurs don't watch TV. So. Heck, heck no. There's a lot of things dinosaurs don't do. Dinosaurs <laughs> they don't, don't do anything anymore. I know that's true. Ah, <laughs> uh, unless it's Jurassic Park, in which case dinosaurs do a lot of stuff, and most of it is killing people. Most of it is killing people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if I had a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. Like all the money in the world, I would try to get the license to the Jurassic Park IP. Okay. And make a new Jurassic Park and, you know, make it look like all the other ones in the trailers. But then all it is is like the peaceful operation of a theme park where nothing goes wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like the conflict is like someone loses their kids and they have to send the park police out to find them and they're fine, right? They're just looking at the Stegosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the whole movie would that be great because everybody's so conditioned to everything go wrong mm, and then nothing goes be, wrong yeah it might be a nice change of pace there's part of me watching these movies that's like i just want to see what it looks like when things are working can we get just a little bit of that but no everything goes wrong instantly in these films we never get any of that mm, it's true i, I mean, mean okay in the I don't know if it's the latest one because I lose track, but the one where the brothers are like in the little bubble ball touring around the Triceratops range, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they have like 45 seconds of the park is working, right? Um, In the ball? No, it's a little bit longer than that. They get like a couple hours. Like, right. But I mean, screen right. time, right? Oh, screen time. Um, a couple of minutes. Y- yeah, maybe like five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's not fair. There are moments where it shows what the park looks like when it's working. Yeah, yeah. I just want a whole movie of it. I think it'd be great. Um, sure, but I, I, I don't. I maybe you could do something with the license. I don't really trust people who t- 
typically have made the lot like the last two movies, which have not been not good. Uh, yeah, they've definitely yeah. been quite not good. I don't think they have the vision to imagine how a dinosaur theme park would work. <laughs> right? Maybe not. Because they're starting out from the goal of this has to fail. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's because the first Jurassic Park, that's what it was. Everything went wrong, and it was hugely popular. And it's popular well, the, because everything went wrong, right? Yeah, yeah. The first park didn't even get to open. Right. Because it went it wrong before failed. it even opened. Yeah. Exactly. It was like, exactly. we've got like a VIP tour coming along. Mr. Archaeologist and sexy Jeff Goldblum, come check it out. Oh, yeah. And then he gets his shirt off and something else happens. I forget the rest of the movie. Kind of get lost after that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So I just, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what the response would be. I wonder if, because a lot of people would be mad because there's no dinosaur rampaging, which is why a lot of people go to see Jurassic Park movies. In fact, maybe everybody. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know anybody who goes hoping to see a peaceful movie and not getting it and being disappointed every time. Yeah. No, I, I don't. Yeah, no. People yeah. go to see dinosaurs kill stuff. Correct. And people. It's basically like people. a kaiju movie at this point. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, so much kaiju. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, the reaction to it, like, I don't know. Do you think people watch, like, SimCity Let's Plays? Because that's kind of what that would be. <laughs> right. But... I don't think those people would go to it not knowing what it is, right? If I advertised it as a peaceful Jurassic Park, those people would go. Mm -hmm. But if I just kept it a secret and let every people assume it was a standard Jurassic Park, those people would not go. Hmm. Right? So the first round of people would be upset because it wasn't dinosaurs eating people. But then word of mouth would get around and maybe a new group of fans would come along happy about what the new version of Jurassic Park is. I mean, it sounds like you want to release, like, a VR experience more than a movie. What? Of Why? Just, like, well, because then you could just let people put the headset on and, you know, explore a virtual world that's just a theme park running how it should, but there's dinosaurs. Yeah. I think I that would sell better. I don't know. It has to be VR. I think... I, I feel like it would do better in VR. Hmm. Okay, because right. not a lot, not a lot of virtual work or walk, like walk around experiences work just with like a monitor. Like I've, I think I don't know. I've never really heard of many of those. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure they exist, but yeah, there's like tons of stuff where it's like, oh, put on the VR, and now you're in Mos Eisley Cantina. Yeah, right. you too can shoot Greedo first. <laughs> My clunky. <And> yeah. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> Yeah, that's what Greedo yells. That's so weird. Stop. <laughs> Why George Lucas can't hurt us anymore? <clears throat> I don't know how motivated Disney is to screw with the old movies. <sighs> All right, enough worrying about Disney. They'll conquer the world. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Have we talked about the ESL thing at all? I think we have. No, we haven't. <laughs> So, long story short, you guys probably know if you're listening to this podcast, but um, Blizzard announced that they would not be partnering partnering with WCS or doing their own WCS stuff anymore for mm-hmm. major tournaments in 2020, and that they would be partnering with ESL for the major tournaments of the year. Not even 2020, but 2021 and 2022 as well. It's yeah. a three-year deal. Yeah. So, the foreseeable short-term future. <laughs> the best kind of future. The best kind um, of future. 
Yeah, so instead we're getting, uh, it's what, DreamHacks and ESL events, right? Correct. That's awesome, yeah. Um, and probably BlizzCon? Yeah, there, there, there will be something, there will be some presence at BlizzCon, but whether or not it's just like an invitational or something, who knows. I feel like if we could rewind the clock for like three years, the BlizzCon event that should happen is Shoutcraft Kings. Ooh, yeah. Right, because that was a very fun event. Yep. Uh, with players playing very intense games. Yep. But apart from like the prize pool, no serious stakes. Right. It's not like anyone was risking WCS points on best of one. Right. Right. So that so for like a one year of like a one time event, I feel like that would do really well at BlizzCon. But boy, am I happy to see other people running most of the like tournaments and stuff now. After this, well, last year's BlizzCon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, but what about the other WCS events? You think they were poorly done? No, but I but think BlizzCon they were. They, they problems, weren't. Yeah. BlizzCon had some problems, and the other WCS events I don't think were anything special. And I think hopefully other people can make it special. Hmm. I'm like I'm willing to give other people a chance. I'm willing to be excited about that. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think something that might help too is the renaming of the events. Mm, the, like, the ESL winner... Pro Tour. Right. But I just mean it's kind of generic to be like you on WCS Spring, right? Sure, and it only makes sense in half the world anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's discrimination against the Southern Hemisphere. Sure is. Boo. Like double we don't even get summer. blizzards. What are you talking about? It's in the middle of winter. <laughs> Tell that to Steam. Then there's summer sale. And there's summer and winter sales. Yeah. 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 Poor Southern Hemispherers. Maybe one day people will take your lifestyles into account. <laughs> Truthfully, we're not that worried about it. No. We're too laid back to care. Nobody in the Southern Hemisphere is that worried about it. Yeah. I don't think. There are no really uptight countries down there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. True fact. So, yeah. I think it'll be good. I'd be Again, I'd like them to maybe name the major events things that are distinct. Uh, like DreamHack. DreamHack's a great name for I won DreamHack. That's pretty cool. Right. Yeah. Mm, but usually it's like DreamHack Austin or something, like right? Uh. Yeah, there's or a couple of different dream hacks. Dream hack sure. Montreal. This is named after the city, really. Mm-hmm. It is, mm. and I think that's more distinctive than naming it after the season in which it was played. I, just personally, um, maybe some people disagree with me. Uh, I don't think either option is actually that good. It's like either the season it's played or the location it was played. Yeah, and the location shouldn't matter, right? Um. No. Neither should the season. I, it's fair, but I, seasons is like what sports have always done. It's like, oh, this year's NBA season, right? But it's only one season. You don't get four in the NBA, right? Right. No, it's one season. Okay. Yeah. And it covers multiple seasons for confusion's sake. <laughs> I guess I'm just saying I'd like it to have a distinctive name. WCS Spring mm-hmm. is worse than DreamHack Austin. And if you have to name it like ESL Tiger Heart, I'm down with that. I just want it to be distinctive. That's all I'm looking <laughs> That's for. Amazing. It, doesn't to, it doesn't have to make any sense. <laughs> That's amazing. You should absolutely run a tournament called Tiger Heart, and then you can have the Tiger Heart champion. Yeah. Come on. 
That would be amazing. That'd be it's like, hi, I'm 2019's Tiger Heart champion. ESL Tiger Heart champion, Serral. Yeah, well, yeah. who else would it be? Rainer. Uh, but maybe Rainer. Yeah, maybe Rainer. Maybe Rainer. That's he's amazing. Only, I mean, he's the only one they could beat, Serral, so. It's true. Yeah. Perfect Zergian Yang there. Mm-hmm. Boy, is everybody else yeah. real upset about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Should be good. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, if Blizzard's giving up control, does that mean ESL has the power to de-region uh, lock Korea? I've heard some things about that. Okay, what have you heard? I've heard they're looking at doing that, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. You know nothing's been announced, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, again, the point of the region lock was to improve the quality of play in non-Korean countries. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like it's done that. Mm-hmm. Like, we just had an Africa world, Africa World 50. Mm-hmm. Where in the quarterfinals, Seoul, a Polish Terran player, beat Solar in a best of seven. That's pretty good. Good that's going good going so. Pretty good. And I was like, mm-hmm. how is this happening? And Laughing Games made the good point. Dude, Soul plays against Cyril and Rainer on the European ladder a lot. He mm. is used to some crazy good late game Zerg stuff. And there's nothing mm. Solar can do that he hasn't seen a bunch of, right? Right. So I kind of feel like mm. we're reaching this goal, even just by having a couple super high tier uh players, foreigners. It's improving the quality of play throughout the rest of the world. I wonder if that's not the region lock specifically, but the mm. collapse of the pro league uh, and the team house formula in Korea. Mm. Because prior, all the Koreans wouldn't, you know, you couldn't just sit on a ladder and be like, okay, yes, I'm going to play 10 top level Korean Terrans and then know what Korean Terrans do. Because all the Korean Terrans were in their pro, uh, like their team houses playing customs for practice. That's how they would work and grind out their problems, right? It wasn't just grinding ladder. Yeah. So I'm one like, but Serral, while he's on Team Ents, Ents doesn't have any other StarCraft players who's like, he doesn't have anyone to practice with. So he's forced to practice on ladder yes. or go out of his way to ask other pros, who I'm sure would be eager to get the chance to uh, practice, practice with Serral. But the, totally. But the more that you practice against a single one person, the more that one person knows more about you. So that's a double-edged for him. Absolutely. Yeah. So is it specifically that, you know, oh, he's playing against Raynor and Serral, or is it, you know, Solar doesn't have the same practice environment that he's used to having anymore? It's honestly probably a combination of both. I wouldn't be surprised if both were major factors here. Probably. But regardless, again, the point of the region lock was to improve or level the quality of play between Korea and the rest of the world. And, you know, whether it's coincidence or not, that has happened over the last few years. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's time to get rid of it and just put everybody on the same playing field in all these tournaments. And I really feel like the foreigners in general have a higher level of competence against the Koreans than they did five or six or seven years ago. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be good. I personally support the idea. Yeah, I can't behind it. I'm cool. going to give it a try because uh, you can always region lock it again. If yeah. Koreans come out of Korea and they just win everything and there's no prize money for the foreigners, you can just lock them back up. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Pretty easy to do, turns out. 
Yeah, yeah. They're already landlocked. It's fine. Well, not landlocked. They're an yeah. island, essentially. But for travel purposes. Yeah. Well, let's just, like, for travel purposes, it's not like you can drive through the rest of the island. True. <laughs> the peninsula. Fact. So we'll pretend they're an island. It's fine. Yeah, just like Australia. Speaking of, hey. spe- speaking of island Starcraft, Ozcraft Australia. Yeah. Yeah. That yep. was that that went on. You know that who won? Uh yeah. Future of Terran. Yep, that's right. American flew in, won the whole darn thing. Good job, Future. <laughs> Way to show those Aussies who's boss. Representing the NA. To be fair, Probe <laughs> probably one of the better Australians. Yes. Did not get to play for the second day because he wanted to go to a K pop concert. What Probe, where are your priorities? <laughs> to K pop, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, he's trying to learn from the Koreans. He's just not trying to learn StarCraft. <laughs> How often do K-pop bands come to Australia? I do not know. Okay. And to be fair, my source for this is someone on Twitter was talking oh. about it. Um, the running joke, however, on the stream was that he lost his spot in the finals uh, in poker that night. So. <laughs> um, Fantastic. Either option could be true. Either is annoying. Absolutely. No good choices here. Mm. Hmm. But other than that, it was a good tournament. There was lots of uh, fun content being had. They had Roddy and Zombie Grub fly in. Nice. Yeah. You get to stay in like a 12-bedroom mansion in Victoria. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. That's cool. That's a long flight for most everybody in the world, it turns out. <laughs> But for once, the Aussies didn't have to go anywhere, so that's nice. Well, that's the interesting thing. Maynard and Pig were not there. I thought Pig was going to go. Pig was tweeting about it. I I don't think he went, because I never saw him cast a game. What the crap? Didn't he play? Who, Pig? No, Pig's uh, little brother, Pig Jr., played. Did pretty well, came fourth. Nice. New generation of Pig. Yeah. The kid's like nine, but he looks like six feet already, because Pig's giant. Yes. Yeah. Is he really nine years old? No. He's okay. 14, I think. What's his 14. player name? Pig Jr. I'm looking at the players. Is it Notorious Pig? Oh, yeah. That's on uh, Team Liquid. It would be Notorious yeah. Pig. Also known <laughs> Notorious as P-I-G. Yeah. Pig Jr. I got it. Yep. He is born in 2001, so he is not nine, that's for sure. He's like double that. Yeah. So yeah, nicely done. Yeah, he took fourth place mm-hmm. behind future. Event. We had two Americans who took first and second place. Mm-hmm. Good heavens! Come on, probe. Where Good. were you? <laughs> Save the country. <laughs> <laughs> so many Terrans too. That's one thing I looked at when I saw the bracket. Oh yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven Terrans in the round of sixteen. Mm-hmm. Woo. And then the semifinals was all Terrans and a Protoss. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a TVT fan, this was the tournament for you. There was a fair bit of t- TVTs, at least like one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I like TVTs. I've been casting some more TVTs than usual because I've been doing Nation Wars uh, full series mm-hmm. uh, recently for my Sunday casts. And yeah, some good TVTs. I like TVT. It's fine as far as mirror matchups go. Mm-hmm. And if the ZBZ is long enough, I think it's interesting. And PvP can be kind of fun, too. So, I don't know. Mirror matchups aren't a terrible place right now, I don't think. Mm. 
which is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I really can't think of a matchup that I like least. So good job. Whoever's in charge of that kind of thing. You can't think of a mirror matchup you'd like least? Any matchup at all. ZVZ? Well, okay. If we're taking everything into consideration, yes. If it's a ZVZ that ends in four and a half minutes because of one bailing hit, that sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have that on loop just for when we next play 2v2s and we get like all Zs and you're going to be like, I wish I could. And then I'm just going to be like, but you said you like all matchups equally. Right, why are you complaining? I have a condition for ZVZ. It's a fair point. Uh, Yar. Anyway, uh, yeah, good job, Oscraft. So the first mm. one ever? Yes, the inaugural. Uh, yes, I see that now. I have no idea if they intend to do more. I think they should. That'd be good. Uh, I would like it. But who knows how much it costs to run? Flying yeah. Americans I mean, they, in? Yeah. If they paid for Zombie Grub and Roddy to come in, that's expensive. Mm hmm. Yeah. I think the plane ticket for Roddy might be more? I don't know. Who knows? Because it's the Netherlands, which is way, way north. Mm hmm. Who knows? I, I will look it up. Oh, man, I saw like a hilarious. So I think it was Fear Dragon in chat at the time. Someone was like, "Oh my god, did they fly Roddy down?" And Fear Dragon's just like, "No, he drove." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it killed Dragon. me. Uh, that guy. I'm trying to decide if he actually upset Rainer the other day on Twitter or if Rainer's just messing around. Um. Did you see that? Was this the? The pizza thing? Yes. Um, I think I saw... Well, I know if I knew it's the pizza thing, I know most of it. But... Um, I don't know. It's hard to tell. Yeah. No. I Sorry, I went to pull it up on Twitter, and I saw that uh, a headline that Hans Zimmer officially announces No Time to Die's new composer. Wait. And what new composer? You cut out there. Hans Zimmer. Oh, yeah. And I was looking at Hans Zimmer, and I was like, okay, who cares about this? And I'm like, wait, Hans Zimmer? And I, in my head, I just swapped Zimmer with Gruber? <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> and fictional. And very fictional. So that's why I was just stunned at this headline, naming a fictional composer for the new movie. That's pretty good. Um, yes, Hans Zimmer. Pizza thing. Um, I can't find it, but he made some pun about StarCraft like he always does and did something about pizza and something that would kind of be offensive to Italians, I guess, maybe. Uh, what did the Chinese players say when a base race started in the French nation wars tournament? Chow mein. Hmm. <laughs> yep, that's one. <laughs> <laughs> And then Raynor replied to that with just two question marks. Fear Dragon said, oh, sorry, I forgot you were French. Hope this doesn't offend you. And then um, Raynor responded to that with with a blacklist that just says, Fear Dragon Special and Gemini. (laughs) I don't know if that's real or not. You think it's... It's not. It's jokes? It's jokes. It's all jokes. Okay. I have a hard time with it sometimes. It's fine. 
It's all jerks. All right, good. Good, right. good. Well, I'm glad there's no real blacklists out there because that would be sad. It's true. Yep. Except for the TV show, Blacklist. Except for the Jeez. TV show, Blacklist. Would I stop watching? Yep, because it's bad. Because it's bad. All right, before we go, quick sports minute. Ah, oh, so sure. at the re- okay, ready? We ready to go? No, I'm not ready. Give okay. me a minute. All right, I need to find my clock. All right, three, two, one, go. As the recording of this podcast is happening, I am currently watching the national championship for college football on the other screen. LSU just scored a touchdown to go up 27-17 with 10 seconds left in the half. It looks like it's going to be an incredible national championship game. Both teams look pretty good. There are some early jitters involved, but offenses have settled down. There have been really great big plays. I mean, being up 28 to 17 at this stage of the game is not unovercomable. So by the time you listen to this, you'll have listened or watched the whole thing. If you care about it, you'll already know the outcome. But I just got to say, I hope the second half is as good as the first one because everybody deserves a good college football championship experience, no matter who you are. And that's it for my minute. It is shorter this time. And this is the part where Somicron sits there in silence until the minute is over. So, and there it is. You get the full minute, whether or not you use it or not, is entirely up to I you. I know how this works. Been around the block mm-hmm. before. You were watching football. Was it football? Yes. <laughs> during during the podcast. Kind of. Could you tell? Yeah, no, but that's ah. that's now that I know, I'm annoyed. <laughs> you couldn't tell. What does it matter? I wasn't watching it the whole time. I'd glance over and check the score, and then go back to the pod. It's fine. It's fine. You'll be all right. I How promise. Feeling? Can we real deep track? So deep. Oh, wait. Does that make you donkey? <laughs> yeah, I assume so. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, do I want to be Shrek or donkey in this scenario? You're Fiona. Oh, I get to be Fiona. Cool. That's fine, I guess. On that note. <laughs> on that note, let's wrap up. Note, let's wrap it up. Thanks for listening to another edition of the Falcon Paladin Hour. Again, check out the merch store. Check out the Patreon page to support the pod. Again, weekly pod, free to you. If you want to support it, go ahead. We will not say no. And until next time, as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for spending your time with us this week. And you take care of yourself.